Your CBT questions answered now. It's the NMC CBT with Nurse Mary and your host, Christina. Are you a nurse from outside of the EU who would like to practice here in the UK? Well, as you may already know from our website, the NMC CBT theory test is one of three exams that you need to pass in order to reach your goals. Having already prepared plenty of nurses for the NMC CBT theory, we've only ever had one resit in three years. That's right, 100% first time pass rate in 2017 and so far in 2019, we know this exam inside out. And now we've put all that knowledge right in here. The CBT for Nurses app is ready to download and live on the App Store. It includes real-time tips, CBT mock exams, and best of all, it connects you to our nurse educators, who are all senior registered UK nurses themselves. So what are you waiting for? Head to www.cbtfornurses.com and download it today to your success. And welcome back to NMC CBT Discussions with me, your host, Christina and Nurse Mary. Hi. Hi, Mary. Okay. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I am very well, thank you. Uh, thank you again for coming back. And let's get started with answering some questions for episode 20. So episode 20, we're going to be looking at some part B questions. So question one, a patient needs weighing as he is due a drug that is calculated on body weight. He experiences a lot of pain on movement, so is reluctant to move, particularly stand up. What would you do? Document clearly in the patient's notes that a weight cannot be obtained. Offer the patient pain relief and either use bed scales or a hoist with scales built in. Discuss the case with your colleagues and agree to guess his body weight until he agrees to stand and use the chair scales. Omit the drug as it is omit the drugs as it is not safe to give it without this information. Inform the doctor and document your actions. So the answer to this question would be B. Offer the patient pain relief and either use bed scales or a hoist with scales built in. So you would you wouldn't need to omit the drugs. Um, however, you wouldn't give the drugs until you know the body weight. That's really important. You're not going to give it or guess it anyway. Question two. Monica is going to receive a blood transfusion. How frequently should we do her observation? Temperature and pulse before the blood transfusion begins, then every hour and at the end of a bag unit. Temperature, pulse, blood pressure and respiration before the blood transfusion begins, then after 15 minutes, then as indicated in local guidelines and finally at the end of bag unit. Temperature, pulse, blood pressure and respiration and urinalysis before the blood transfusion, then at the end of bag. Pulse, blood pressure and respiration every hour and at the end of the bag. Okay, so the answer to this question would be B. So you're going to do a full set of observations, your temperature, blood pulse, blood pressure, respiration, before the blood transfusion so that you get a baseline. And then after 15 minutes, so that you can see if there have been any adverse reactions. And then as indicated in local guidelines, for example, it may be every 30 minutes following that or every hour following that. And finally, at the end of the bag and unit. Okay, perfect. Question three. Which of the following medications are safe to be administered via a nasogastric tube? 
Enteric coated drugs to minimize the impacts of gastric irritation. A cocktail of all medications mixed together to save time and prevent fluid overloading for patients. Any drugs that can be crushed. Drugs that can be absorbed via this route can be crushed and given diluted or dissolved in 10 to 15 ml of water. Okay, so the answer to this would be D, drugs that can be absorbed via this route. They can be crushed and given diluted or dissolved in 10 to 15 ml of water. Question four. A nurse is not trained to do the procedure of IV cannulation. Still, she tries to do the procedure. You are the colleague of this nurse. What will be your action? You should tell the nurse not to do this again. You should report the incident to someone in authority. You must threaten the nurse that you will report this to the authority. You should ignore her act. Okay, so the answer to this question would be B, that you should report the incident to someone in authority. You should always report something um, because if you don't report it, you're not um, being professional. However, before reporting it, you should also speak to the nurse and make sure that they know um, that she shouldn't be trying to do the procedure if she's not trained to do the procedure, um, as you have to work within your capabilities as part of the NMC code. Um, so you would tell the nurse ideally before they try so, they, so that they don't do it without um, having had the training. And then, of course, you'll report it to somebody in authority so that they can address the fact that the nurse will need training to do it and training on their professional standards of practice. Yeah, great. Okay, and lastly for today, question five. Infected linen should be placed in red plastic bag that disintegrates at high temperature, red linen bag that can withstand high temperatures, white linen bag that can withstand high temperatures, yellow plastic bag that cannot withstand high temperatures. So the answer to question five is A, which is a red plastic bag that disintegrates at high temperatures. Okay, perfect. And that is all for episode 20. Great. Thank you, Mary, once again for answering all our questions. Mm -hmm. And thank you to everyone watching and listening at home. I really hope that you found that useful. As always, don't forget that you can ask us any questions that you would like to be answered on these episodes. And don't forget to like and subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And myself and Mary will see you next time.